0: I think most, most people always say, why'd you come up with that name? And you know, it, it was tough finding a name, but we called it Artisan Floor Covering because I figured, hey, we're artists at what we do. We try to be as talented as possible, to make everything as creative and designful for whatever anybody wants.
1: And welcome to the Three Guys Podcast with Brett, Brian, and Derek. Although Brett didn't do an intro last week, right? So I shouldn't be doing intros, I guess. Huh? <laughs> Anyways, we don't have my brother today. He's off uh, taking acting lessons. And he needs um, some extra help in that area because he's uh, looking to hit it big and leave us. But today we have Brian here and then we have a special guest, Charlie Pettingale. We've been trying to get Charlie on forever, but he's uh, distracted me and pulled me off into it's a bad areas of my life where I became an alcoholic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we well, were we did.
1: Ju- yeah. Okay, Charlie.
0: Yep. So, yeah, we grew up in Bradford together. Um, we've had a lot of fun, Derek. And let me tell you, in all the years that we've known each other. Um, did you
1: go to Black- school with Brian at
0: all? No, no, Brian, I think he went to Constantino, didn't he?
2: Yeah. You know, let's just clarify something, Charlie. You grew up in Riverside. Riverside.
1: No. Riverside. You mean Bradford? Well, Bradford. Weren't you,
2: weren't you in Riverside for a little while? Never. No, I was a
1: Bradford boy. I thought you
0: were in Riverside. I don't know why I
2: thought you lived in Riverside.
1: Bradford was where all the cool kids were.
2: That's
1: true. You know, it's funny. I was talking to someone the I, other day. <laughs> the other day, someone... I don't know where I was. Someone's like, oh. Oh, it's, it's a different part of Haverhill. I'm like, where? And they're like, oh, it begins with a B. And I'm like, oh, they went golfing. That's what it was. I was at my zoning board meeting. And someone said, oh, they... um." It's a, it's a town that borders Haverhill. And I went golfing, and I'm like, and I'm like, Boxford, Georgetown, naming all the places. No one's responding. So I'm like, he's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, he's like, oh, it's it's like kind of you know kind of rich. And I'm like, Bradford. He's like, yeah, Bradford. I went to the Bradford Country Club. I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, not really. I mean, I lived in Bradford. It wasn't like I go. I always joke. I go. I always put on my license. I was from Bradford. Yeah, Charlie. That's- you know, you know what
2: the, you know what a true statement is as we kind of talk about our the provincial part of our. Well, you know the Haverhill piece of our of our of our show here. When we, in high school, you can always tell because I'm from Haverhill, so I can say this. Um, you can always tell the kids that were from Haverhill, and you can always tell the kids that were from Bradford by the parking lot, by the cars they drove out. <laughs> <laughs> That's Exactly how you knew who was first, and or oh, who had the cars first.
0: <laughs> you can't forget about the Ward Hill kids. Ward Hill was its own kids. little division out of Bradford.
1: Yeah, that was probably where I was. I was in the North, I was right on the border with North Andover. Yeah. yeah, yep, that's good. But it was good. So you grew up. You you were born in uh, whatever you want to consider Haverhill, Bradford, whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah, I was. Well, Haverhill was at the Hale Hospital, so that's where I was born. Oh, okay,
1: the Haverhill Hill Hospital. Yeah,
0: you
2: were born in truly from Haverhill, man. I
1: and you went and that. you went to all through the Haverhill school system and everything, right?
0: All through the Haverhill school system, right down to Wood School. you have you a big,
1: think, you a big family. Think. You're the youngest of how many? Twelve, and I have a twin. Oh my god, that's a that's a huge
2: yeah. family. I have a question. when um, you read the histories of Haverhill. There's a lot of pettingales You are you are you from? Is your family from like how far back is your family connected with the with the city of Haverhill, or is it not? Is it I, a different I think I
0: I think a lot of us was from Salisbury, but we're not related to the Pettingale farm. But I think we uh, came. From wherever country we came from, we ended up in Salisbury, and then our name changed because our name—I think it used to be called pet gale. and then it changed it to Pettingill. I don't know what when it changed, whether it was a seven, 1800s, whatever when it changed, I couldn't even tell you.
1: I always ask you this, Charlie, but are you related to the ones in Salisbury? No, not Pettingill farm. Not related. No. No.
0: Nice great. people, though. People, really nice people, but a different Pettingill side.
1: Really? Yeah. But, oh, what did you do after um you graduated from Haverhill High? What did you do after? Well, I know the answer, but the listeners know. What did you do after high school? Uh, after high school, I um,
0: went to college for a year to become an accountant, which obviously didn't didn't work out too good because I had to, you know I started working at a floor covering company to um to pay my college tuition, and then uh, after that, I decided while not going back to college, I decided to uh, continue pursuing my career in flooring that was what my calling was and then i would say probably after three years of doing it i ended up deciding that to go on my own because i did not want to work for anyone else so figured i'd rather be the boss then yeah. you know so i hear, I hear. And, I, and i've been in business now for 24 years on my
1: own what's the name of your business
0: artisan floor covering.
1: charlie is yep. the man people need Allie's the man with his business that he has Him you and his business partner do great work.
0: Yes, you need flooring. And I'll tell you, it's so hot. There's just no one out there that cares. No one, um, no one pays attention to people. All they care about is the money. I care about meeting new people, having a relationship, and making new friends. You know? Um, um, yeah, obviously, you know, we obviously want the money. But we're in business to have a successful business, never to make anybody upset. And and it's been successful ever since. Never had to advertise once. So,
1: yeah, Brian has just created a uh, BNAS business chat, and um, I wasn't a part of the first one. And I know there's some maybe issues going on with getting that out. But what mm-hmm. were some of the questions that you discussed on that show that um, you know that you can bring to this episode with Charlie?
2: Yeah. So um, you know, the, you know, the three of us, well, the three guys podcast. We've been having some really good conversations about how can we kind of Branch off a little bit and do things that might further interest us. And Derek, you had that awesome show with the uh, Derek's Cocktail Hour, and Brett kind of has some ideas he's got going on. And my idea was just doing something, well, maybe more in the business side. And I gave it a funny name, a, a funny name or a silly name of, um, I think, Business Chats with BNAs. So we have recorded one. We have one in the can. Um, Andy Paschke, um who I work, who I worked with, or work with with my company with Hilton. Yep um was on it as well as david Leonardo, who i think charlie you know really well from from Hay-Ro.
0: yeah um, he's, with him.
2: yeah ceo of our uh, ice cream so anyway we just um and he's just kind of dotting i's and crossing t's and make sure that um because it was really we talked about a lot of stuff you know that that it was, it was pretty deep about branding and hilton takes you know branding very seriously so i think he's just kind of making sure that you know we um you know anything we talked about doesn't um by any compliance, that kind of stuff. But the but the purpose of what the show is going to be, and we'll even talk. We kind of even do some stuff here with Charlie. It really just just to cover different aspects of the business, um, whether it's for the, whether it's about branding, business development, entrepreneurship, um, hiring. Um, you know, more in the career stuff. Who've gone through some career changes or tough stuff. We've touched on the show. Um, so that's what it's going to be. I, you know, Charlie, you. You've you've st- you've been in business for yourself for a long time, and I was telling Derek, I mean, this would be a great chance to talk about some, some entrepreneur stuff because, Derek, you've had your own business. So, Charlie, tell tell the listeners a little bit about um, starting your own business. Have you know you, know, you kind of fall more under the quote unquote small business, which I think is a lot harder to do. I have a, my yeah. family's in business, so talk a little bit about being in business for yourself and all the ha- different hats you wear.
0: Well, um, what do I begin back in? 90 we we'll say back in 96 when we were leaving the company we used to work for you know we obviously had to generate income to start a business so we didn't have to borrow any money we never wanted to borrow money we wanted to have our own money to start a business rather than be in debt right away so we worked nights we did weekends we did whatever we could while we're still working our regular job to have enough money to generate you know, a bank account so we can afford a van so we can afford, afford, um, tools and everything else, you know, and obviously income as well. And, uh, when we got about, I want to say we got about six grand saved back in 96, wow. I think it was November of 96. And, uh, then we just started our venture. And ever since then, we just paid ourselves very little money and put all the money in the bank. You know, we did jobs that we didn't want to do we just did whatever we had to do to make money every day to pay the bills and to keep the sock and money in the bank. So we could go to the next level, maybe get a store or whatever. So we didn't have to work for other people being a subcontractor. Cause that's where we started being a subcontractor first, you know, cause obviously we're new, no one knows us. So we just wanted, you know, obviously we had great work ethic. We had good knowledge on doing the business. So, um, basically that kind of helped us get a lot of jobs that we had because we had a lot of knowledge behind us my business partner was in the trade for 17 years at the time so it made it a little easier um we had a few connections and uh other than that i mean it just blossomed you know we got busier and busier then we opened our first store um i know our competitors wasn't too uh too impressed when we opened that store but we opened it right down the street and uh Everybody was laughing on us in a little 700 square foot little hole in the wall because we had to start somewhere just to start generating our name out there, and then uh, ever since then it's blossomed ever since. You know, um, can't complain. Um,
1: you know what, yeah. Charlie? You, I like the, the what unique about your store is um, the way you have it set up is that you have you and your business partner are the ones that do all the work. You don't have. No, we don't have
0: installers. No, it is owner installed, owner operated. So we have a girl that works in the office, you know, takes clients, shows them, you know, shows them samples and all that. And then my partner and I, we do the measures and then we go out, meet the people. And then we end up, you know, obviously we end up booking them and then doing the job, you know. Um, So yeah, we're on the job 100% of the time because you can't find it. Well, that's what I was
1: going to say. I mean, so I mean, because you guys really stand by the product that you you know that you put out and you're know, one of the only businesses that I know especially when it comes to flooring or any type of um, carpentry or that stuff work where you know um, you know you stand by the work if there's a problem you come by you take care of it and yep. you know you're not going to put out shoddy work because you lose credibility of the business that you're doing and and I always right. tell people like I was on a podcast with um, my you know one of my former employees and I said to him the same thing. I said, you know, once you lose credibility, you start lying or doing things. That's the end of it. It's all over for you. And yeah. uh, your business is going to take a hit. So I'm sure with you, you know, your you're word of mouth. And that's how you get your I know you're I mean, every time I talk to you, you're always busy.
0: Yeah, I, I can't c- complain. We're like probably four to six weeks out all the time, constantly. And it, uh, it gets frustrating because you never get any time to go on vacation, take some time off. It's very difficult to have time off because I can't find anyone, anyone competent to help us out. No one wants to do the trade because it's basically, basically you work like an animal. You just, it's a lot of heavy lifting. It's, it's a lot of physical work, obviously a little bit of mental work too. Obviously the running the business, but, um, but other than that, we're just programmed and it's what we do every day. So.
1: You know, I think Brian would agree with me. We had Elizabeth Hopkins on uh, channel 25 uh anchor and she had mentioned the same thing about you know why you know people going out you go into the trades you don't have to go to college you know i mean there's the, the trades yeah. are out there but if people aren't it just i don't know maybe i don't know if it's the work ethic or if people just think that they don't see the money in it i don't know i don't know what your thoughts are on that
0: I, don't, I just don't think people want to work because when i got out of high school Derek back in 92 all my friends everybody as we know everybody wanted to be a lawyer everybody wanted to be a doctor everybody wanted to be whatever no one wanted to do a trade because no one basically it's like a bottom feeder in my my eyes. Everybody thinks it's a bottom feeder. And again, for years, in back in 92, 93, 94, I never liked to tell people what I did for a living. You know, I never want to tell people, yeah, what do you they, when they ask, What do you do for a living? I go, you know, I crawl around my hands and knees and I do flooring. They're like, What's that? I go, you know, the stuff you stand on. That's what I do. <laughs> and they're like you actually crawl around. and go, yeah, I'm on my knees all day long. Just That's what I do. You know, and people are like, I don't know how you do it, but again, it's given me everything I have today. And I can't, I'm never, would never turn back what I have. Very thankful what I do. Um, I couldn't be any happier, honestly.
2: So, so Charlie, you have a job that's pretty intense physically for you. Uh, yes. You mentioned also there's a, you know, there's a part of it of managing the business. So what's the harder? What's the hardest part of having the business? Is it, is it the physical piece where, you know, crawling around all day, or is it having to manage people like people, a customer like me who hey, where are you? When are you coming? Right. Why are you higher? Like what? How do you balance the p? So my question is, how do you balance the physical piece of it and then the business part of it, which I'm sure isn't 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 easier.
0: Yeah. So um, so basically, me, and my business partner, we're 50 it It's been like that for 24 years now um ever since we started so basically i'm a talkative person i just love talking to people it's a habit it's what happens you're gonna sisters you just just constantly want to be on the phone but so what i do is i deal with all the customers i talk to them i i explain i explain thoroughly what we do how we do it he takes care of the books he pays the bills he makes sure everything gets paid um my girl in the office all she does is make sure all the customers are helped and. Uh, Obviously, she can give them, you know, she takes care of them as well, but um, she does the ordering. I do a lot of ordering, but I I don't know. I don't think it's anything difficult taking care of the store. I I just think people just want to get things done right away, and it's very difficult to please everybody. We try to please everybody, but I just don't have the manpower. (laughs) So that's the bad, that's the worst part of it all. No manpower, you know, to get everything done. And again, the physical work, yeah, I mean it's tough, but I'm conditioned after so many years. I have no problem being on my knees. I, I, you know, my back don't hurt. Everything's fine. It's just I'm used to it, you know. So definitely do a lot of driving. That's that's definitely one negative, <laughs> but it's not too bad. I can't complain though. So
2: Charlie, I'm, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to I'm gonna give you a a, a business chat with B-Naz sort of question for you on on branding. Are you ready? So um first, what's the name of your company?
0: Artisan floor covering.
2: So when people when people hear that, what what do you want people to think of? Do you want people to think of you, you know, um, your quality? Do you want people to think of your pricing? Like what's that one or two things you want people to shit? That's what that's what that, that company well, when they is. I thought, said, I
1: thought you said shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did. When you give the name,
0: Brian, I think most most people always say. You know why'd you come up with that name and you know it, it was tough finding a name but we called it Artisan and floor covering because i figured hey we're artists at what we do we're very we try to be as talented as possible get as, make everything as creative and designful for whatever anybody wants and so we just came up with the name and it just stuck you know that's how we came up with the name Artisan floor cover and that's how people people
1: know us now you know
0: it's a force to be reckoned with
1: <laughs> what now what's some of the um I guess you know we're not having a I guess is the bonuses and and I know you, you made made comment you don't have the, the, the you made a comment earlier about you don't have the staff to do more and more yeah. things but what are the benefits of being like a small business like you have
0: um, I guess you could control your quality you can control your customers relation better I think with a smaller um, with a smaller business because you know there's a lot more hands on you know, there's a lot more interaction that we have with the customers, which we love, you know. Um, and I guess in a big business, you would get away with that because basically, in a big business, all it is is you just got to push the guys out, make much more, as much money as possible. And it's not about client, it's not about the customer relations. It's basically just about the money. And we really care about the customer relations because, in, in the end, I want people to remember who we are, not. Not saying, I don't want them to say, oh, these are the guys, all they cared about was the money. I want people to remember us, who we were, what we did for them. That's all we care about.
1: Yeah, you know, and and I've spoken to you and you've networked quite a bit of people that you've met. I mean, some of the people that actually became, you know, that you've mentioned that we've actually visited some of their restaurants because if they're, you know, someone you know, or you've done a lot lot of networking where people actually like you and rave about you. So that's a bonus.
0: Done a lot of work with the the Hedge necklaces that own the Roma. They own quite a bit of um, property in town. In Bradford. Um, I actually did work for the kids at New Kids on the Block. I did work for um, Jonathan Knight.
1: Oh, and, no uh, You know what? You're, I don't remember you even telling me that story. So that's new to me. Yeah, we did
0: some work for them. Um, he lives in Essex. His brother lived right next door to him, and his mom lives right around the corner from them. They have like a horse farm in Essex. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, that was entertaining. It was definitely different. He's definitely a different character. But um, it was definitely fun working for a celebrity like that. I mean, that was back in the late '90s. We did that, so it was really, it was really fun, you know. It's good to do, you know, important people like that. I mean, I worked for Terry O'Reilly. I worked for um, um, who's that other guy? Um, um,
2: Derek. To... Derek
1: no. right? No, you the <laughs> No, I, I can't. I can't afford Charlie's business. <laughs> <laughs> but, um.
0: But, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's definitely, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of restaurant people. We work for a lot of lawyers. I mean, we work for a lot of different people, really. We do a lot of work for um, the town, whether it's a Groveland PD, it's a Georgetown PD. Um, I mean, we're literally, we're all over the place, you know. Can't complain.
2: So, Charlie, it's, you said you don't have any marketing. Everything has been, been word of mouth pretty much since the start word of mouth i mean in the beginning
0: i mean we did probably a little advertising you know in the local paper where we were having our store our first store in georgetown um which was great i mean that helped us a lot you know get our name out there um but other than that we don't really do much much of anything you know i'd love to be on tv just to tell people you know to tell people who we are because frankly there ain't a lot of people out there that own or operate you know And I think it'd be good that people would know, you know, people would like to hear that, you know, more people would be apt to give their money to someone that have a lot more into the business, like myself, because I'm the owner, and I'm also the installer. So that's all. That's what I would think.
1: Now, during COVID, did you run into problems with uh, suppliers?
0: No, didn't run into no problems at all. It's just that some people didn't want us in their home. But um, luckily we had a lot of jobs, people were in Florida, so it kept us busy for like three
1: months. <laughs> no, I meant like lo- about supplies, getting supplies. Cause that's supplies? the big thing now. No, I mean,
0: back then, no, we didn't have a problem getting supplies. I mean, now it's funny. One of our systems we do for showers, walk-in showers. Um, it's a, it's called curdy board. That stuff's very difficult to get now. It's like flying off the, sh- it's like a, I want to say it's like a 60 day wait, you know? Um, but other than that, I mean, hardwood sometimes is difficult to get cause it's coming out of Canada. But other than that, I haven't had any problem with anything, is just the hardwood. It, and is some it of the is the expensive
1: furniture. now as well? Has everything gone up in price?
0: Um, I want to say hardwood's gone up. Um, I would say it's probably gone up like
1: 30%. Really?
0: Yeah. It's out of control. It's, you know, and that's, that's the only one, one bad thing. I mean, hardwood has gone up you know, cause it's a wood product and tile really doesn't go up too much. It's just pretty much the wood products that go up, you know, but we try to be reasonable. We try to be uh, fair to everybody and uh, give everybody the best price as possible. You know,
1: Now would you, would you go back to, to working for someone or would you rather have your own business? I know it's a pretty That's, dumb question, but some people, you no, know, I, I think people. Not a dumb question. I mean, would I
0: work for someone again? Um, well, again, as we get older, It'd be nice to, I mean, as much as I love working for myself, which is very difficult to work for someone else, um, it'd be nice to actually have vacation time, some yeah. sick time, because yeah. I've never been sick in 24 years. I've, I've showed up at work every day, um, like clockwork, but that's just one thing I'd like, maybe, you know, not work as hard, maybe work a four-day week versus a five-day yeah. if I work for someone else, you know, just to not work as hard, you know. I'd still do physical work, but I'd rather run crews. But again, as we all know, it's hard to find anyone to do anything. You know.
1: Well, that's the toughest thing: is trusting people. And I think you said the consistency too. That's just like owning a restaurant or a sub shop. You I mean getting the same stuff? Because if you if yeah. you don't know if you don't do the same quality work, people are just not going to stay with you.
0: No, no, it is. It's it's tough. I mean, yes, we we actually install the same. My partner and I that we've been doing it long enough, so everything gets done. It's like a system. It's just. It's a system we do just like on a cooking line or whatever it may be. Everything's a system when we're working. So it seemed to work and it's, and, you know, it's great.
2: So Charlie, you, you, you mentioned you grew up from Haverhill to, Hay- to all the Haverhill school and Haverhill High School. That's where I met you. Um, right. You know, we had David Leonardo on. We mentioned his name. We all went to school together. Um, he was, he's never been asked to come back to, <coughs> to the high school. Um, obviously he's out in Florida, you're here. Have, have you ever been pinged? Hey, come in and talk about your company that you've run for 20 years or, or anything like that. Have you ever been asked to come in and speak to kids that might be interested in going into what you do or tell people what the, what the benefits are of doing what you do?
0: Um, no, I mean, I try telling my kids and the, his friends and some other people. I've even ventured to be as crazy as it is. I would love to actually work at a technical school to teach people how to do flooring. I, Cause again, I think, I think people, it'd be great. Actually. I really would. I think it'd be nice. It would be good to learn to understand the trade. And again, obviously if you're good with your hands, I think you'll be good at anything, but I mean, obviously it's a niche you got to, you know, obviously you can cut yourself real bad. You know, there's a lot of things you can do to yourself, but again, common sense play comes into play really good, you know, but I'd love to teach people how to do this trade. I'd love to. That's one thing I'd like to do,
1: but I think you'd be great at it. I really would. You know, I, I think that's, um, that's a bonus. And I think people would see more in the trade, especially when you have someone to can explain it in a way that you can explain things. Because I know yeah. when I've talked to you for questions, when I've asked for different things for advice and you've explained everything. And so I think that's, that's key. Yeah. To, uh,
0: again, I'm still learning. I've been in the trade for, I don't know, let's say 27 years 28 years. I mean again i'm still learning on some of the new new technology new products um but again i still know the basics of flooring so it's just a lot of stuff is becoming newer newer materials newest setting newer um a lot crazier products products are getting bigger and bigger um and it's obviously becoming a little harder to install you know
1: so Uh, if someone was to come to you and they they needed um flooring done but in the same time, they needed additional work from some other contractors. Do you guys work with other contractors like plumbers, electricians, and stuff like that?
0: Yeah. I mean, we have a good we have a good network of um being in the trade. We meet a lot of people that actually own their own business and they're small like us. And it's just them and another guy that run the business. So you know there's a lot more dedication in the in the fee, in their trade that they they care a lot more. They understand what I'm going through you know, cause they deal with it too. So it's good to have those connections. I mean, we got plumbers, we got electricians, we got glass guys, we get painters, we get everybody, you know, no floor guys though.
1: <laughs> well, well, that's good. But at least, you know, that you, when you're recommending individuals, they could be trusted of who's going to, who you're bringing in.
0: Yes. All of them are all very respectable people, you know, which has also been in the trade for a long time. So yeah. that's um, a,
2: that's a good lead into my, so what of, I want to go down and talk about your industry and you and I, you know about the nightmare I've I've had. I didn't talk. I haven't talked too much on the show about what I what had happened. I'm not going to do it here because it'll bore with the depth. But I definitely had a um, an issue with a contractor, and I won't even give the benefit of saying his name. So yeah. how do you how do you navigate around dealing with? They may have had someone before you that wasn't as trustworthy as you. Uh, do you have that a lot? Is it now more the exception? Are you still are you still seeing people have? No, to we deal with, still have. We
0: have a lot of people that still come to us. Like, for instance, I'll give you an instance. Um, My lady was working in the office and we just measured a job in Haverhill and we had to rip up some tile, rip up some plywood, and then we're putting back plywood, putting back the tile. It's just that the plywood was wrong. So a lot of stuff had to be replaced and done properly. So the lady comes to the store and after my girl gave her the bill, the lady's walking out the door and says, I think you made a mistake. And my girl goes, is everything okay? And she goes, I think you overcharged me. And my girl goes, oh, no, excuse me. I take that back. She goes, I think you undercharged the job. You didn't bid it enough. My girl's like, what are you talking about? She goes, the owners know what they're doing. She goes, well, I got a price from someone else. They would double what your price was. (laughs) And I was like, double? I'm like, "I I I I can't even fathom how they even got to double. You know, So it's like being trustworthy, finding, you know, we do have a lot of people that come to us that that are hesitant because they've already had a bad experience. So to get them to trust us, it's, it's tough, but once you break that threshold and you do the job, you show up, you're punctual, you do a great job, you do a clean and respectable job, then the rest is, it's just, the people just keep coming, you know, because they spread the word to everybody, you know, so hopefully that answered your question, hopefully.
2: <laughs> uh, it's 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 actually a perfect answer because it, you end up having your own reputation um, within that circle that you work with. You know, Derek has always said great things about you um, with some of the stuff you've done for him. So, but, you know, when we did our project going back, I always think about the very early part of it and dealing with the lumber yard and having faith in the lumber yard. Assuming a bunch of shit right um, you know that who they're gonna refer us to would come with they, they would be previously vetted, which uh, which they which they said they were and they weren't. but it's interesting, I mean it's there's so much money within um, remodeling and all the stuff that goes on. and you you yourself said how much business you' got going on. I, I, I doubt these lumber yards are really diving into some how many of these guys they have they're referring. I maybe some of them they are. But I get the, the great majority of them are, just, are buying their materials from, them. and then they're like, "Yeah, wait minute, you're buying. Your t- we'll put you on the list." And I, I'm pretty right.
0: sure that's what. Exactly, a lot of floor. It's crazy. A lot of tile stores that just sell product, or even, I would say, yeah, it's only pretty much tile stores that I've dealt with that they basically have a list for people pick yeah. from the list and have them install it, and they just, you know, they don't offer any information about the people, you know, so. We, I don't have that problem when people come in we explain we explain about our business to everybody you know so they know who we are and what we do so what we're about
1: you know I think what's great about this episode when we people listen to this is we can talk to Charlie about um, we're all friends you know we you know that essentially you know we went to middle school together me and Charlie we weren't really friends or didn't know each other back then hang out and then we reconnected after, you know, later in life, um, uh, almost same like Brian, you know, we played school hockey together and then we went to different high schools. We met together, but you right. also have, Charlie also brings a lot of knowledge about we always talk about is, um, is, is, restaurants and food. Cause Charlie knows his, Charlie's like been to every restaurant. I, every day I talk to him, he's like, Oh, I've been to this restaurant. I went over here to this one. I went to that one and Charlie right. can share his insight on food and restaurants. And, um, and that, and that's great. And then the, the other thing is that, you know, we can just have a, uh, just a basically an episode like this where we just basically shoot the shit and talk about anything and everything and and uh, about life. But, um, Jolly, what's uh, what's uh, what what was the one of the last uh, you just told me before you got to the um, before we started this episode? What was the name of the, the restaurant you were just at this morning? We
0: went to a restaurant in Ipswich called the Choke Bridge Restaurant. Let's say it again. The Choke Bridge uh, in Ipswich. Okay. Absolutely the best seafood you can imagine. So. Again, being a floor guy like myself, we're always driving around to every different town. So we either early in the morning trying to look for a breakfast joint, you know, to get a coffee or a good sandwich. Um, and then at lunchtime, because I know a lot of guys don't like to eat. I have to eat because I need the energy to go for the second half of the day. Yeah, yeah,
1: we know you like A lot of
0: times we overdo it, but we find so many cool restaurants. And um, so today we're in Ipswich working near the, near the crane's neck. And or Crane's Beach, I should say, and we went to the Choke Bridge. And the Choke Bridge is known for um, their clams, um, their scallops. Everything is fantastic, and their chowders and their lobster bisque. Everything is out of control, and it's so cheap. Really, I did a customer, I did a customer in Ipswich, and it's crazy. Now we've been driving through Ipswich for twenty something years never have I ever known about this restaurant. No one ever says this restaurant until one day I was working in Ipswich, like last year. And the guy goes, have you guys ever been to the choke bridge? They get the best clams. And I'm like, oh, you know what? We're going to go there tomorrow. And when we went there, he's like, just share a clam plate with each other. I know it might look weird because you guys are sharing a plate. I'm telling you, there's no way you're going to be able to each get your own plate. So we both go there. We sit at the bar and we're like, you know what? I'm going to get my own two way plate. I'm going to get a clam and scallop plate. He's like, I'm going to get a clam and shrimp plate. When I tell you, when it came to the table, I didn't go to work the afternoon. In the afternoon, I didn't go back to work. Was that much food? It was so much food. We took the day, we took the ha- afternoon off, we went home.
1: Oh, we were so
0: full, but I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's inexpensive. It's, uh, and it was really good. We went there to today and it was fantastic. We got a lobster roll today over there.
1: No kidding. You know, a lot of the restaurants down that area, beverly up switch that you got a bunch of them you're named off don't you what was the hot dog place you like down there
0: oh god the scotty dogs in beverly yeah i you something, chicago dogs right from uh, chicago with the sesame seed bun or oh, that um, <laughs> on the, um that that uh that black whatever that black seed is they put on the i forget what they call it um that's on the bun the black seeds on the bun i'll tell you Absolutely fantastic! It's got the green relish. It's got the the hut, the little the little hut. Um, they call it the Charlie pepper or whatever they call it. Absolutely fantastic! It's on the corner of uh, sixty two and Rantoul Street. They drive it. They they come. They you don't get out of the car. They come to you. Really? It's just back in the fifties. You know when they put the trays on the windows. Yeah. And they that's how they that's how they serve everything. It's fantastic. They do burgers. They do sausages. They do hot dogs. It's fantastic. No kidding. Yep. So we go there a lot because the food is absolutely outstanding. And it's not its not too bad, you know, for a hot dog. But if you want a real Chicago dog, that's where you want
1: to go. Really? Hmm. I'll yep. have to try that out one time. I know. I, I always mention it, uh, um, you know, that we see, you know, I, I see the name of it. And I'm like, I got to get down there. Um, but I haven't had a chance to actually do that. Now, what are the places? That's uh, funny. I, you know, we were joking the other day. Cause I found the place Jeff and Maria's right by his store. And I said, Oh, Charlie, if you're back in March, my like, child going to the ice cream place, Jeff Maria's right around the corner from you. And you're like, where is that? I've never heard of that. And I'm like, my God, I found a place that Charlie didn't know about, <laughs> but I know you said you don't go there because of the hours and everything. That was a kind of tough in, in the
0: beginning, but yeah, I think they're now steadily open on a regular basis now, but yeah, which is good. So I'll have so to get back.
2: Charlie, have you heard of the, um, the Facebook page, Merrimack Valley eats? Have you seen it? Are you on Facebook?
0: No, I don't have time for that.
2: So no, it sounds like you wouldn't. So there's a Facebook page out there, and it's called Merrimack Valley Eats. and yep. I did a, you know, I, the the creator of that page, my brother, and
1: feel yeah, actually, we you, you were supposed to be on it. Right? Uh,
2: yeah, we're gonna have that. him
1: on it. Yeah, Charlie was supposed to be on it, but you got busy that thing
2: Yeah, we're we're gonna have him on at some point. You'd, you'd be good to join with him. He's he's real. Anyway, we record, we recorded an episode for YouTube with him. And I'm bringing yep. them up because I'm bringing the page up. It's it's unbelievable the way this thing works, Charlie. There's 33,000 people on the page, which I know isn't a lot when you think of some of these larger groups, you know. Oh, yeah. just, but for a page, I feel like it's a pretty good size. And Tarek, I think you're on the page. I don't know if you see it. Oh yeah. Like I'll go, I'll go on there, right? And I'll. So yesterday, I went to this ice cream stand next to um, Man's Orchard in um, oh, yeah. in Methuen. Yeah. I never knew there was an ice cream stand the good kid at wherever I was and hey go over there get some ice cream it's really good anyway I went I've now been twice in two days and (laughs) it's not good so I put uh I put on I put on the page about my interest in the ice cream it was really good and like within two days I get like 70 interactions people just everyone comment. it's just people are so passionate about food it's like one of the it's it's I think it goes in the order of how people are passionate I think it goes politics Food, <laughs> sports. <laughs> you know, seriously, everyone has
0: food. an opinion. Politics ain't even on the list. I talk no, food, man, yeah,
2: food I
1: people yeah. people, food, and sports. People. That's enough. You know, people,
2: yeah. but when people come, when it comes to food, man, it's but the but the guy was on the page. No, I don't want to talk about the page, but I hope he'll be on at some point. We can talk to him about his page. But it's interesting about when when you talk about restaurants especially now because some restaurants are, are, try, are struggling with, with their service because oh, yeah. of coverage oh, and our uh, hotels in San Diego are experiencing the same thing there. Um, yep. But it's interesting about people take it very seriously. And I think, you know, if you've, I've, when I was growing up, Derek, I think when you were growing up, we've all worked in the, in the restaurant industry. Yeah. So you have, a, you have a, an appreciation of what these people do to serve you.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And,
2: you know, you talk about quality and when you when you go to some of these restaurants and you get that level of quality, it's pretty impressive, especially with how things are now.
0: Yeah, and again, I always try to go to the mom and pop stores, the smaller ones, because obviously they need the business. And again, the service is always the pie. It's always perfect, you know, which is fantastic. But I'll tell you, have you ever had man's have you ever had man's apples? Man's apple orchard apples.
2: You know what? I've had their apple pie. That's where we get my pies for Thanksgiving. I don't know if I've had their apples are like this. I'll it's like going off- They well, they, yeah, they have. Oh, you know what? I'll have to. Uh, I'll, I'll have to go back get the ice cream and get the apple. <laughs> know, you,
1: people- their ring dings are good over there. I know. We that.
2: actually did the floors.
0: We did the floors for Man's Apple Orchard. We did. I think in their old building before they sold it off to um Target, right? In Target, we did their old building. But I'll tell you, their apples—they grow their apples in April. They're absolutely enormous, in their
2: phenomenal you know yeah the um it's funny when i on the on the comments of what i people weren't even talking about the ice cream they were talking about the strawberry shortcake and the, and the apple crisp and that was what everyone yeah. was that's good not even necessarily the um the ice cream so
0: yeah but no, no yeah, do I, you
1: have any do you have any hidden like what would you do you have any hidden gems that people don't know about that you would recommend for a restaurant because you talk about quite a bit when i start when i, I talk know
0: i mean be honest with you. As crazy as it is, that the one I really like lately that I think is fantastic. So, you want a good steak, you want good crab, you want good cocktail sh- uh, shrimp. I'll tell you, this place called the Library in Portsmouth. Oh
1: yes, you would tell me about that. date Street.
0: It's at. It literally. It's. I mean, I'm not a book reader, but I'll tell you, there's books everywhere. <laughs> so I'll tell I didn't you.
1: think you'd be reading while you're eating.
0: No, definitely not. But you could. They're yeah. at your table. But um, it is The food is outstanding. Absolutely. Everything. There's a lot of a la carte stuff. You know, you pick your sides, but price wise, the price points are like right there. They're not expensive. I want to say it's like, Oh God, like a, a New York strip, like a 16 ounce New York strip might be 22 bucks or 24 bucks. So it's a lot of times, you know, you get it Oscar style, put a little hollandaise sauce, maybe put crab meat on it or put asparagus on it. Who knows? You know, but it's not that expensive that's a, that's a great place, you know?
1: Is it reasonably priced?
0: Very reasonable price. It's not, it's, 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 it kind of is a steakhouse, but it's not like recognized like Capitol Grill or Del Frisco's. It's, it's just a small little, in a small little town and it's fantastic, you know? Um, but yeah, we actually went to a, a little hidden gem, but it's been there for 50 years. I went to Gino's in Portsmouth for some, uh,
1: lobster rolls oh no kidding oh that's right you was telling me the other day yes dude little
0: hole in the wall tiny little hole in the wall i get a i got a i think it was an eight ounce um i believe it's an eight ounce lobster roll i think it was like 20 29 bucks i think it was with you know it came with a bag of chips which i thought that was pretty fair um but then i got the lap lobster bisque soup it came with th- it had three claws in it in the soup, three claws. I've never heard of that in my life. I'm like, this is out of control, but that place was really good too. If you ever looking for lobster, um, that's a, it's a tight little place to get into. It's a, it's a, it's off the beaten path. You know, you end up, you know, it's, it's not easy to get to.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that um, because your your appetite is through the roof when you eat. I think you could share with Brian and the listeners the uh, McDonald's experience. But I was ready to upchuck. Brian, you gotta gotta hear this one.
2: You want to hear kids? You have kids in the car? No, it's not.
1: It's not. No, it's not. No, it's it's just. It's it's unbelievable. Actually, what he was able to consume.
0: So listen. So I mean, I work hard. You know, I sweat a lot, and I, you know, I get hungry a lot because you know I gotta feed my metabolism because I work so much and I'm just on the go. So they were having this cheeseburger bundle deal at McDonald's. And I'm like, you know what? I'm really hungry. I think I'm going to get the cheeseburger bundle. And my buddy that was with me, like, well, he goes, all right, I'm just going to get a number five and some chicken nuggets, a 10-piece chicken nugget. And I go, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to get the cheeseburger bundle. The cheeseburger bundle came with two cheeseburgers, two medium fries, and a 20-piece chicken nugget. Obviously, I got a drink because it didn't come with it. Let me tell you something. It was absolutely <laughs> delicious. It hit the spot. Yeah, I was a little full. But he ate the whole thing. You know how I, it was. I can't imagine that. Yeah, it was very good. I didn't oh, share with anyone.
1: Yeah, I. Well, I don't think you'd be able to share with anyone. <laughs> My God, they wouldn't be able to get a chance to. But you know what? Brian went to that he likes. It's the place we went to on Friday night with your son. KC barbecue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. I saw that. I saw. Yeah. So, so Charlie, um,
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw some, I'm gonna throw some questions at you. You ready? Yeah. Sure. You're going and then you you've not been previewed these questions. I'm not gonna. all you have know, other stuff maybe later on. All right, best barbecue within twenty minutes of Haverhill.
0: Ooh, twenty minutes of Haverhill. I'd
2: yeah, go to because like, Haverhill was in Manchester. So twenty let's minutes. At, let's, say, much, dr- it, let's say twenty it, minutes within Haverhill.
1: Best barbecue. Why don't you say Mary-Mary-Mary Valley? It make it easier. That's too hard to figure out. Yeah, to figure, yeah, yeah
2: Haverhill yeah.
0: because yeah, I mean I could Valley. go to Goody Coles. Goody Coles on in. And uh, Brentwood is good. Uh, they used to be in an Exeter, and now they're in Brentwood on 125. I want to say you probably can get there in 25 minutes from Haverhill. You know, just shoot up 125. Goody Coles is really good. What, cool. What's the name of it? Goody Coles. All right. All right. Next one. Best next eight- one, I, I would go to the Rusty Can in
1: Byfield. Rusty
2: Can. Rusty Everything Can is – I tried
1: to get algebra. in there. I couldn't get in there. Yeah, it's so First hard come for in. a service. ridiculous in there. Yeah. But, right, best, but best Asian or Chinese? Oh boy. Say that uh, again. Merritt
2: Valley. Best Asian or
1: Chinese?
0: Well, I mean, I don't think Amesbury is Chinese. You know, I don't think it's Marmite Valley. I don't think, right? No, but that's about
1: twenty minutes from Haverhill. Yeah, I guess yeah, that whole area is fine.
0: Just Yangming. Yangming is an absolute gem. That place, I'm telling you, the food is so fresh; it's fantastic. Um, Obviously, I mean, I like OGs, but I like OGs for karaoke. That's our place. It's my go-to. Yeah, it's, it, I only like it because of karaoke. That's it.
1: Last night, we went to Yang Ming, and uh, I ordered sushi. And I said to the to the, to the and I said, is that enough? He's like, Oh, I made a face. Like, no, no, no. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just get a thing of rice because I you know, hadn't been feeling well. I swear to God, he came out with more rice than I've ever seen in my life. Oh my out of control. Uh, it, it, was, it was. I had to share it with everyone because, the, and the people next to me were laughing because it was that much rice. That's how much food they give you, I and mean, it was unbelievable. Although I have to say, in their prime, I, I enjoyed it. It's China Blossom. Their chicken fingers and crab rangoon were through the roof. It's been a while since I've been there. What was
0: that other one that used to be there? Is it still there? They used to do karaoke. Is it, is oh, it Beijing? Up? Yes, the Beijing. No, the right. it's
1: something else called. I don't know what they changed the name to now. It's there, but it's something else.
0: Oh, uh, but again, I used my go-to growing up with Hawaiian Island. My whole life, Hawaiian Island is my go-to. Hawaiian
2: Island good. Is good. Little, little, little out of again. Some pasta. Where's the Haban pasta line? Not yeah. really. But little. I'll tell you. I mean the rice.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. When you put the rice down out of the box, it's like a block. It's literally <laughs> like a block of rice when you take it out. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you, Yang Ming, I'm telling you, it is delicious. I'm telling you, Brian, it's out of control. Uh, I,
2: it's, been, it's, it's been a while since I've been there. Okay, so um, we already went to. There's already one ever... in Salem. There's one in
0: Salem, but I, don't, I think they're related, but okay. it's not the same cook and all that.
2: So what about Italian? Italian restaurant?
0: <sighs> restaurant Moise is my go to in Ainsbury. Two sisters from Italy own it. Absol- What's it called? Restaurant Moise. Moise, okay. Absolutely delicious. Because it's all again, two two ladies from Italy, two sisters. Um, one does the cooking, one does the host of thing. Um, absolutely, you know, they do homemade, they do homemade pasta, they do homemade sauces, pesto. We're
1: gonna have to go there. Whenever we never went there. No, it, I mean I think I went there a while ago, but I haven't gone there with you. We haven't gone there. I would
0: definitely love, I mean, I'd go there anyway. Have you been to
1: Giuseppe's The Newburyport? Giuseppe,
0: yeah, I've been to Giuseppe's. Giuseppe's is good. Yep. Yep, but I still I think my go to is restaurant Moise. It's my go-to. If you want good Italian food, I sure. think. I've never
2: heard of
0: that place. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind Giuseppe's, but I just... Well, I have, actually, have, I you like,
1: eaten a, have you eaten at Malfi's too? Malfi's, Salem, New Hampshire?
0: I haven't eaten there yet. I'd like to try it. Oh,
1: um, hey, you, with you yeah.
0: Over there. But have you guys ever been to Ralphie's in Salem?
1: I've heard of it. You know, John mentions it all the time, I think.
0: If you like sauce on your food, they load sauce like nobody's business. Really? They screwed up like out of control. It's not for me, it's for other people. I just that's the only thing I don't like about it. Ralphies. Yeah. You know. And, but,
2: and last one, best best
0: pizza. <sighs> <sighs> mm. Um to be honest with you, I I mean my go-to when I really want pizza, I go to Kruger's and Haverhill. I love it. They have Kentucky pizza. <laughs> Fantastic, that goat cheese with barbecue chicken, barbecue chicken with caramelized onions and goat cheese on it is out of this world.
1: I got one chai for you. Favorite hamburger, please? Oh. Hamburger.
0: Um, I mean, obviously, we all like we all like Five Guys, as we all know, but that's starting to get a little old. Um, my best hamburger joint, huh. you been to Wahlburgers. I've been to Wahlburgers. Wahlburgers is good. But again, it's, it's, it's just like five guys. It's just they start doing everything all the same, you know. Um, have you ever been to I think it's Urban Burger in Andover on 28? Or You Burger? I think it's
1: called. No, I've heard of it. But I no, I've never been there.
0: Um, they say that's really good. I haven't been. But my favorite burger joint, I mean, I... I
1: again... Oh, I, I what looked, about the one with the food that you had at the food truck?
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's an accident. I mean, obviously, not. Merrick, I was, well, I was
1: want a newbury port. What's it called again? I think I dropped the name. Uh, always...
0: Le- Lexi Burger. Yeah, Lexi.
1: That they have one Newburyport, port, but they haven't done open. Yeah. They shut down. Lexi's
0: good. Lexi's really good. Um, and um, who else is really good for burgers? Um, oh, where was I the other day? I can't remember where I was. Um, it'll come to me. But yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, again, I mean, it's trying to of the name of the restaurant. Um.
1: Oh there's really. A ton of burger places start popping up now.
0: Yeah. I, but again, it's like, oh, I'll tell you the best burger joint. Have you ever been to the GOAT in, in, in uh, Hampton? No. Brian, have you been to the GOAT? <laughs> no. I've not. Out of control. I'm not kidding you. They are, I mean, Sundays is fantastic because their Bloody Marys are out of control. But I'll tell you, their burger are phenomenal. <laughs> really? they're so good there derek that one time i was working at your house doing something over your place i stopped there for a burger i believe i either stopped there before or after i left your house fantastic you know no kidding so yeah and that's about it really i mean i mean don't get me wrong i love to eat good food um i always try to go to the best places so i'm not wasting my money you know but yeah
2: i'll i'll send you the, the um I'll send you the episode we did. I'll, I'll text. I'll text you the YouTube link. But man, yeah, people. Definitely. I think music. We didn't mention music. Uh, um, but music, music, food, and sports. I'd be like, man, it's always fun because everyone has so, so many different opinions of what the original oh, we, okay. you, know, you can't be wrong. You're really not wrong when you have an opinion on something like that. You know, everyone's allowed.
0: No. I mean, '80s and '90s are the best music. I don't care what anyone says. That's right. the best.
2: 80s and 90s. Well, we had an episode last week, and we were talking, the, the girl was, I think she did some concert promoting, and we were talking about who was in Fenway last week. Everyone who was in Fenway last week that was in their prime in the 90s, or early 90s, or oh, yeah. 80s, yeah. early
1: 90s. Charlie's, fans, wife went to, well, the, Charlie's wife was there, too. Yeah. She went to New Kids so on the did Block.
2: There was Billy Joel, Guns N' Roses, and New Kids, and I think someone else was there, too. Yeah. Which one did she go to? Uh, she went to the New Kids on the Block and Belle Biv DeVoe. Oh, the Belved- DeVoe opened up for them. That's awesome. No, it was yeah. the other
1: way around.
0: Yeah, I think it was the other way around.
2: They opened up a boat, DeVoe. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they were
0: last. Baby DeVoe would last. Oh, wow. You know, but it was excellent. I mean, my wife sent me a lot of videos on it, but she had a blast.
2: Nice.
0: I, but nice. Journey, I guess, who's coming up next? I think Journey's coming up next. And that's just a, that's probably going to be a five to one ratio, five girls to one guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: no kidding, huh?
2: Would,
1: sounds like a good ticket.
2: A little shit, huh? Oh, well, exactly. I'm going to well, Journey.
1: well, it's good now that these concerts are coming back up, and you know they're starting to play again. I know they're starting to cancel some of them again, but um, it's nice to see them come back up because seeing the—I uh, mean, when we all went to the Justin Timberlake concert, we had a blast. We had a we had a suite. Right.
0: That was a blast. That was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, we had, suite. we had sweet. We had just being up in that area, walking around, you know, the drinks, and it was just a great time. You know, there's nothing beats it. Sometimes, you know, I, and I'm not really a big concert guy, but you know what? You know, you get me into a, a suite, and you have that area and good music. I don't mind it. I can deal with it. I'm in heaven. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, with,
0: I'm with my people hanging out. That's when you have fun. Yeah.
1: You yeah. know. Was not was, was it this year? Was that they boot, bump it up to next year with Motley Crue? Did we discuss
2: this? That was next. Next they up to next year, but I don't know if they'll survive and live that long. (laughs) 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 But I'll tell you, it's interesting that you have what shows you still have coming and what shows you don't. Um, Because Guns N' Roses, I heard, from what I understand, Guns N' Roses, I I wasn't a huge Guns N' Roses person. My friend went, he said they were great. He said Wolfie Van Halen, uh, Eddie Van Van Halen's um, son was was really good. He was playing, yeah. He said he was excellent. Um, I've seen him play. When I saw Van Halen tour, he was was the bassist and he was you wouldn't even notice it he was he was like michael anthony incarnate he was he was good so yeah, awesome uh, but i you know what i i like the smaller venues like the casino in hampton i've always liked that. i remember the clatter back in the day i used to love going there and watching those small bands play i don't remember so,
0: that well I, again that's where i saw um who did i see there who did i see at the clatter? i saw snow at the clatter no snow? snow informa oh informa. oh I yeah
2: i think and i never believed you that he
0: was there Dude, me and Everett were there. It was a riot. I'm like, ever since that, he was handing out cassette tapes that night. Cassette oh tapes,
1: my God.
0: the singles. When was this? God,
2: ninety something.
0: Had to be ninety uh, something. It has been so goddamn long. I don't remember anything. <laughs> it to be The nineties, yeah, it
1: has to be the nineties.
0: I probably still have this. I probably still have the cassette tape. Put it that way.
1: <laughs> it's just, just think, Charlie. You saw someone before they became famous.
0: No, I know it was a riot. It was a riot. You I'm
2: Charlie, you probably do much better than he does now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I don't
1: know. That Informer song might be making royalties left and right.
2: That's true. What was the last concert you
1: were at, Charlie?
0: Um, I went to Ario Speedwagon and Fog Hat and Club Casino. No, oh, no. kidding. Obviously, besides Justin Dimolink with you guys, but the yeah. one before, but I went to uh, the Club Casino. I, I saw a couple people at Club, Club Casino.
1: Didn't you go to one in Manchester a few years back? What the hell did you see up in Manchester? Is that new kids
0: in the block too again? You saw them? Oh yeah, I forgot about them too. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, I did. that's
0: right. I saw. Yeah, that's right. I do. I apologize. I saw Belle Biv DeVoe, New Kids, and I saw uh, Boys to Men.
1: Oh, so they yeah. seem like they they work together. Bell Biv DeVoe and New Kids, huh? Yeah,
0: absolutely phenomenal. And uh, again,
2: the same or same um, manager or something.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you right now, um, Boys to Men. They were absolutely phenomenal. I'd see them any day of the week. Yeah.
1: What's your best yeah. concert you've been to? Which one do you think is the best one? I like the Justin Timberlake one. Yeah, he did well. I mean, don't get me wrong,
0: I like the Boys to men one too, but Justin Timberlake was a good one because I like all his. I like all his songs. He does yeah. a
1: good job. What's your best yeah. concert, Brian? You went to oh,
2: shit. Um, I would say I would say probably one of the Van Halen concerts that I saw with Roth. Um, because I just I love all their songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Motley Crue. Um, you know, I, I am I'm an '80s hairman, hair, hair metal guys. So Love honest. hair band. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of shows. <laughs> I saw Cinderella, yeah. um, but I saw I mean, I would say probably the, the uh, either David Lee Roth at the casino. We saw him back close to his prime, like the '80s, with Harmon and my brother. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not from what I understand. Like, if you go see a band like like you don't have to be a fan of the Rolling Stones if you go see him, it's just like an amazing experience. I've never seen them in Guns and Roses. So I've never had the luxury of seeing those, those level of bands um, right. in those big. Um, but I mean, I would say, I would say some, you know, pick the heavy 80 metals band. I mean, they, they're all, the energy is just unbelievable. You know, mm. it really, it really is off the charts.
0: And ain't too heavy, like Metallica or, although Metallica does have good stuff, but some of their stuff got heavy, got way too heavy. That you, know, I- you, know,
2: <laughs> you know who I saw at the, um during, I don't remember this. I, I was dating at, at the time a, a, a Latino. And she took me to go see um, Ricky Martin at the at the um, bo- at the Boston <laughs> Garden, and honestly, you, the energy in that building—oh, sure, you just always moving, always do. Stevie B, same thing. I saw Stevie, Stevie B. 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 He, the, uh, you saw Stevie it's B like concert a level of energy. I, when did yeah. you see Stevie
1: B in the concert?
2: I saw Stevie B. It must have been ninety one or ninety two. He played. He was, he used to always play. There was I don't know if it was. I don't think it was the Worcester Centrum. Maybe low. It was low. You played in low. and again, it was just the, the the dancing and the energy and all that kind of stuff. It was like when you go to the gym and you go to like one of those exercise groups. Like just that's what it is. It was right. just, like a yeah. You know, <laughs>
1: what's funny? So, I saw I saw a Sweet Sensation at uh the Amptec Casino.
2: Sweet yeah, think,
0: Sensation.
1: Oh I my god! It was eighth grade. Yeah, I think it was like eighth, no, no, not eighth grade. It was in like high school. High I school. I take a, that back. Yeah.
2: Friend, a friend, an old friend of mine, I think he listens to the show. Josh Neil, and he told me. He saw uh, Ton Lok in, in, back oh, in the day. And, uh, wow. You know, he saw, and I'll never forget him telling me when he, 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 that was a long time ago he went and saw him. He did look like his mom at the time he had told me he went with. But um, That's funny.
0: You know, it,
2: you know, he, I don't think, I, again, I'm not a big like current music person. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't see those, the current, over the over the long haul doing what these bands do. I mean, they're in their 50s and 60s putting on, putting on these shows. You know,
0: I'd
2: like I to go see, see. I'd go see Eminem.
1: Oh, is he doing concerts? I don't think he's doing much or anything now, is he? Counting his money.
2: You- he's counting his money now. He's counting his daughter's money. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting. Well, it's funny. Every
1: time, you know, and it's brought me back to that now because actually, when I was working with um was with Everett the other day. We were, I had the music on was um from um NWA. And I always remember that it that when I straight out we straight out of Compton came out. It brought back those memories of those. And the other day, I had my Biggie shirt on. I had like a T-shirt, and all of a sudden, the guy goes next to me. He's like something. And I'm trying to get my ties changed. I like, yeah, I thought he said something like Piggy, and I'm like, what? So I turn around. And he goes, oh Biggie, and I said, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, because that was the day hip hop. I said hip hop was ne- has never been better than yeah. back in the early '90s, and like with NWA, Public Enemy, um, you know. And then they split off. Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg. Then you you know you switch up to uh, Dr. Biggie, yeah, Dr. Dre, uh, Tupac. Uh, oh my God, uh, Bone Thugs. Actually, last week the girl, the woman on, she was actually she managed or she was a promoter for Bone Thugs. Um, okay, yeah,
0: yeah so does, that's some good songs.
2: So, Ty, so do you travel at all?
0: Travel for work.
2: You do do, do do a lot of like um, you go do do a lot of vacation
0: kind of things, travel with the family, have you ever been any place? Um, yeah, we went to, uh, I've been to Turks and Caicos, I've been to Aruba met a few times. Obviously I did a cruise with the k- kids when they were little. Where did uh, you
2: go
0: on the cruise? Went to, so we did a four day, four night, three, excuse me, three night, four day excursion on the, <coughs> the trying to think what the ship was called. Um, and basically, it was a ship with a tunnel, and had the tunnel around the whole, the tunnel tube, in the water. Um, we did that, and then we did the Disney Island, and we did, um, did I Disney Island, and we did uh, Bahamas and nasa Nassau, and um, other than that, we just stayed on the boat for the most part.
1: Um, a couple of years ago, you went to Aruba. Yeah, la- yeah, last year I went to Aruba. Um I mean well, not last there. year, it was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Because of the COVID. You weren't even in the last year. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: ago. yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago I went to yeah, I went to Aruba. I actually went back for my 20 anniversary because we got when I got married, we went we went there for our honeymoon and then we went back with the kids twenty years later.
1: You actually like Aruba, huh?
0: It's nice. It's it's I mean, yes, it's safe and you know, I mean I could tell you some crazy stories that we had when we were there. But um Back in the day. Crazy, like in what? So, when was, we your went, family,
1: was your family a crazy story? No, when I went with my wife when
0: we uh, got married, um, we met a couple from Boston and uh, on the plane. And um, oh, we went. starts
2: there. <laughs> we were on the plane, met a couple. Yeah. Next thing you know, we would make it locked in our uh, closet.
0: <laughs> Put it this way. It wasn't good. Really? Oh yeah, we uh we went for an excursion to look for marijuana. You know, we just wanted to relax, have some fun, because there's uh, my uh, all of, both of our honeymoons. So we <laughs> went a car and we drove the island. Obviously, the island ain't and ain't that big. I think it's like 20 miles long or something like that. So we went driving around and let me tell you something. Sketch city, like nobody's business. Oh, I'm going, sure. Going on the down low and the you know, the bad parts of I'm Not saying there are a lot, but it was fun. We ended up. I guess the more... question
1: is, did you find any?
0: Of course. <laughs> it was scary, but we found some.
1: I can only imagine. I say, I'll picture a rube like you know, Jamaica, yeah, or even Cancun. Like I was, oh, yeah. I, I remember when I was telling people I was in, I was in Cancun. Some guy came up to me. He's like, "You want to buy some weed?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "Well, I'm like, how much?" And he's like, "I'll give you a pound." I'm like, "A pound? Are you insane?" <laughs> like, where only am I going? I'm like, "Where? How would I? Wh- what am I going to do? Like, fly home without taking a plane?" <laughs> be that high up in the sky and I'm like yeah not. and then it's almost like you know what am I getting set up over here because I'm an American Cancun on spring break and
0: right I never I never did I never did spring break I would have loved to done it but
1: oh we okay. did spring well we had some fun times with spring right Brian
2: I was just thinking that one of the, we, we, we did uh, Daytona a couple times but we went to we went to um, Cancun and one time our bus got pulled over by the by the police department. oh yeah
1: yeah, I didn't have a place to sit, and I'm staying next to the bus driver. And I looked at him, I go, You getting pulled over? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Oh, yeah. So he gets out, and I'm like, Oh my God, I could just take, I could have just taken the bus and taken off. And um, yeah, but it, it, Cancun's fun. Calls Cancun, all those areas. Yeah. Of- I just had to cancel my, uh,
2: my our cruise. We were, supposed, we were supposed to go to the West Caribbean for the second time since, uh, for the first time since 2019, and we canceled it because of the restrictions. So, um But man, we I love I love talking about travel. I man, I I just launched my own travel page on on Facebook. I love seeing where people go. Problem is, the only one that's posting is me and Derek. So, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to Quebec City? You know what? Can I tell uh, you
0: my, my I
1: want to go there. I've have you been up there, Charlie? Yeah, real nice up there. I, I was like you. Euro- that's like being in Europe. Not that yeah, I've definitely been to, you it, know, to Rome. You could and... take the bubble gum.
0: Well, first of all, there's no bubble gum on the streets because they got people out there sweeping and scrubbing the sidewalks all night all night long. I heard it's beautiful. Did you go up there in the winter or in the summer? I've
2: been, I've been there we quick, and, summer? I've been there quick once in and out.
0: Yeah. That's it? So it's beautiful yeah. up there, Charlie? Yes, very beautiful. Very safe. very uh, People are really nice. Um, I would definitely go there again. I mean, we did that. I did that before children. So, this was, um, I want to say, God, back in two thousand and maybe two thousand.
1: I was gonna say, did I give you inspiration? Because I made Quebec Nordique stand on. Is that what made you think of Quebec? <laughs> no, I didn't even know.
0: <laughs> I know. I'll tell you that that it, it really, it, it was really pretty, really pretty there. We stayed at the front neck, right on the river. It was okay. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I know you. you did it up there. Are you up there too, Brian? Quick.
2: I you probably don't remember this, but um, like one of my first hotels I worked at, um, they used to do a lot of tour and travel groups, and some guy, I forget, I think he took, he took, he he left his suitcase behind, and they called me and they said, Brian, you gotta go to Quebec, you gotta get on a plane, and go bring this person's suitcase to him, and drop it off for him in Quebec and fly back. Oh. <laughs> That's a true story. Really? That's Not crazy. Kidding.
1: I didn't hear
2: that. Before. Yeah, and I, but I remember going there and how beautiful. I was in and out in a day. Flew in the morning and flew back because it's a short flight. You know, it's like yeah.
1: they couldn't just mail him a suitcase. What they had, to have you bring it to him
2: because because he, he was on a tour bus. I don't. I don't even remember. It's been so long. I don't remember all the details. But that's but that's the one time. Uh, you know,
1: I didn't even know that story. I yeah, didn't even know I,
2: that. it's been forever. Um. Anyway, but well, uh, man, we'll, we 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 gotta get we gotta all get on planes again and start going places. Well,
1: I, I always said, and I know it's unfortunate with Charlie because he's um. He gets seasick, right? So we should all do a cruise. It'd be so fun. But I uh, can't wait. I, mean, I, I could. could. Oh, I know you could, I but I mean, it's it kind of sucks if you, you know, you're not going to be, you know.
0: No, I'll still have fun. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, it's just it's going to be a big boat. Oh yeah, I well, we're not going to go on the SS Minnow. Yeah, well, come on. Don't listen. Don't pick <laughs> on get, get Island, bro. That was a good boat.
1: <laughs> yeah. None of them made it, so that's why.
0: But yeah. No, I definitely
1: would love to do a cruise with people. You know, Um, yeah, that's that's something you do with a group of people. It's a fun time. I mean, when I went on my last one, there was a group of people we met. I think they were from Boston. What do you do?
0: Do it out of Florida, or do you go to you fly to Florida?
1: Yeah, last one I did was out of um, Miami. Nice. Yeah, that was with my brother. That was back in 2016. I had won it through uh, Twin Rivers. Well, I shouldn't say I won it. It was a giveaway. Yes. I didn't win it. I actually donated to Twin Rivers, yeah, bet, so then yeah, actually invited actually me back so I could donate more money. You actually paid for it. It's, yeah, I actually paid for something. it in some some form <laughs> of fashion.
0: I tell you though, I'd love to do the Alaska cruise. They say that's absolutely stunning. I would love to too. Stunning. You
2: know what, Um, you, know, you remember John Priest, Charlie? John, John, John? La- from Bradford. John. He uh, he lives in he lives in Alaska, and I'm actually going to have him on. I'm going to call him and see, or text him and see if he'll come on our show. John <coughs> Is he ma-
1: you went to school with Paul? I think you went to school with Paul. It's his brother, yeah. Paul's, you know, you probably Paul Paul's our age, Paul Laprise.
2: yeah. So his brother John lives in Alaska, and I want to have him on our show and have him talk about um living in Alaska. i, I one of those things you don't know, you can't really appreciate unless you you, you go there.
0: No, you got that right.
1: I felt I lived in, like Alaska the last few days, I mean, the, last, the summer months over here, and yeah, exactly. we go to like raw. I felt like I was ready for holidays to uh. For the last few days, I feel like I'm living on the sun. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, like I don't think we've had a normal summer. This is terrible. I mean, like I, I mean, like when have you had like a normal 80 degree day? It hasn't. It's, like, it's been in the 70s, which is fine. I mean, it's it's a nice temperature, but
0: these seasons are not the same like they used to be when we were kids in the 80s and 90s. They have changed like nobody's business. There's no spring anymore. It goes right. No, to the no. have
2: spring in years. There's no more spring.
0: There's no more spring. And there's, there's, no there's no more
2: it's, season not fall either.
0: It's either that or falls going to December. Yeah, falls short. Sure. Yeah, winter, like <laughs> yeah but summer. even like
1: in the last few years, we've had snow in like October. And I'm like, but then it like a week later, it's like back to you know normal temperatures, and it's like, right. what happened? That's it's terrible. Great. I honestly, you know, that's why it's so frustrating. Like, you know, you want to have a, a nice summer, and you know, I don't want. Listen, if I have to choose between the two, I, you know, I know what I'm going to choose because I, I enjoy the heat. I'd rather have it at 95 than 50 and Raro. And I know, obviously, Charlie, you'd rather have a cooler because you work and yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you're, you're you don't want to be someone's house 90, 95 degrees, but no. this is just ridiculous this summer. I mean, this week is and then we drop back again, no normal temperatures.
0: Yeah, and it would, Yeah, it would be nice, normal temperatures. That'd be nice. The cool yeah.
1: 75
0: degrees, perfect, I think, weather, perfect weather, seventy seventy five 75 to 80. That's it,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: That'd be like absolutely stunning weather.
2: So, so Charlie, we would like to have some. We as late to have some fun here. We already yes, we did do. some quick. Terry, do you have some pick ones for uh, pick I do. Charlie? I have a
1: bunch of pick ones, Shelly. And you know what, Shelly? I like to what I would like to do is at some point in time is if up I up? know we were gonna have as we were, and I don't know if things change, but you know, we have a few people on who maybe in the food involved with the food um, industry. Yeah. We'd like to like um, I,
0: said, if I can get on as much as I can because I love being I love talking and talking about. Well, I know because you travel
1: a lot. I mean you'd be interested with some of the food. We have going on. Yeah, you know. the,
2: the plan. The plan is is to try to do. You know what it is, Charlie. People like to see food. Not seafood. They like seafood. They like to see the food.
1: See the food.
2: Um, here it's fun too. But I think so. My plan is to try to put them together where um, we go to a local restaurant and we record at the local restaurant. Uh, Andy Green, who's the owner and founder of um, Ellie's in uh, Salem, New Hampshire. He what is on, it called? He's also on that. It's called it Ellie's Farmhouse. <laughs> to breakfast yes. place. They were they, um, were they in were they in Middleton? Uh I don't think so. I think they're, they, new. They, I think they're brand new. But um okay. my, my, my thought is is to do something literally there and um you know talk about talk about this because I do think the Merrimack Valley, and the show that we did kind of touches on how it's a very under underrated area. Right. I mean some of the ones yeah. you mentioned I didn't even hear about so, um heard haven't heard about. So um anyway, I think I think Derek's right. It'd be fun to have you on. Have you yeah, Charlie I found
1: one, and you know what's down you're next in your neck of the woods, Brian? He's so like, It's the fat Greek?"
2: You know what is that? That's the one over on Washington Street.
1: It's so good, dude.
2: That there was a Greek place there that was there before that my brother said was amazing, and that's it's. Like, it's, it's
0: small. It's only got like a couple boots.
2: Yeah, it's you know, pick
0: arrows <laughs> and they're so homemade.
1: It's not even funny. Yeah, Where do you?
2: Gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check it
0: out, man. Hand cut fries. It's out of control.
1: Yeah, they do well with everything over there. That's another yeah. That's another great restaurant over there. All right, Charlie. So what we do is we end this with these pick ones, right? I don't you know how many episodes you've listened to, probably none, because you you hosed me. Even one of his good friends, he won't listen to his own podcast, but that's all right. We'll still have fun with Charlie, because Charlie <laughs> was a good sport to come on, even though a few times he's distracted me and not coming on my own podcast. But with that being said, so these are pick ones, Charlie. you got to pick one or the other, okay? okay. Yep. So, ready? Hoosiers or Major League? Major League. Platoon or Red Dawn? Red Dawn. Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Can't Buy Me Love?
0: Oh, Can't Buy Me Love is so good. Oh, um, I gotta say Can't Buy Me Love. That was hilarious. That was a good, one. I that was that a good movie. One. I loved that
1: movie. you know, it's so sad that
0: the the other, uh, one, the, uh, the other one with him, not to cut you off. Um the the extra anchovies. What? Maybe he'd order, you'd have to order extra anchovies and he'd show up at the house to have sex with the women.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't remember the name of that movie. What the hell is it? Uh, with Patrick it Dempsey? Pat- yeah, I'm
0: trying to remember. Yeah, it was with Patrick Dempsey. What was it called? It was called... Um... Something Pizza, wasn't it? Oh, God, I can't remember. We were just talking about it today. I'm like, that was an absolutely hilarious movie. Listen, not that I want to guide you off this. Dude, you remember the Monty Pythons?
1: Oh, that's Come Brian's me. favorite. Hilarious. Brian loves that. Brian loves the walking scenes in the Money Python. Uh, one, of the
2: best, one, of the best, one of the best comedy groups ever, by far.
1: Absolutely. Dude, the stone
0: throwing. We got
2: our small stones. We got our big stones. We got
0: medium stones. You know, when they're doing the stone throw at the... Absolutely hilarious. It's, it's just an, a, a riot to watch that. But anyway, what's your next pick? All right.
1: Weekend at Bernie's or Uncle Buck?
0: Weekend at Bernie's. Classic movie.
1: <laughs> you can't beat that movie. movie. <laughs> Every time that movie comes on.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely good.
1: Bernie, you're a little loose today.
0: <laughs> that is a, that's definitely I hit my, good.
2: here's my question on that movie, because I don't even know if I've seen it in a long time. Why do they got to pretend why do they have to pretend like he's alive?
1: Um uh, do we really want to give well okay if you want to give it away?
2: Because
1: yeah, it was his boss catch okay, y'all you can tell um you well remember?
0: i think they wanted to keep a lot i mean there was i think there were three weekend at bernie's or were there two
1: it was more uh, there that. was two i know so the, the the premise was that one of them had found out one of the two you know friends had found out that someone was stealing money and it was actually bernie was stealing was basically skimming from his own business and mm. he had come he had him come out and he said you know good job catching it and basically he wanted to have them whacked but in the meantime Bernie himself was actually cheating on his, on the, one of the, he was like friends with the mafia guy, his girlfriend. And basically he says, all right, you know, he's like, go out there and kill, you know, don't kill the guys, kill Bernie. And, you know, when they get there, they hear the voicemail. I mean, not a voicemail, I should not say answer machine. And it was basically saying, well, that they wouldn't get, he was, they wouldn't get knocked out. So they like, you got to keep Bernie alive because if Bernie's alive, then we can't get, you know, we can't get knocked off. So that's why they kept him alive and everything.
2: Okay, got so it. it. Got yeah, it, got so it.
1: you have to watch it though. If you haven't seen it, I can't I'm believe it. I'm wondering if it's watchable
2: with my kids because I don't know if I've seen that in a long time. Yeah, it's uh, watchable.
1: How old are your uh, kids? What, eighth grade? Watch. Oh, what, what? Went to high school? Uh, and,
2: 14.
1: I don't think you're going to have a problem with that. There's nothing in there that what? was. I mean, there was some adult humor, but I mean, nothing off the charts, no sex or anything like that. I mean, they've seen Game of Thrones
0: already anyway,
2: right? No, we don't have, we're not on HBO <laughs> or Netflix or something. Everything else except those two. <laughs>
1: All right, Charlie. Risky business or weird science? Risky business. I like weird science, but I love risky business. He
0: was so good in that.
1: You loved when he's sliding across the floor in his underwear.
0: I loved it. He did his own business venture. Yeah, you know it was. It was awesome.
1: All right, back to school or short circuit?
0: Back to school, baby. Rodney Dangerfield can't
1: beat it. Great. All right, ET or Gremlins? I gotta go. I mean, I
0: like, I mean, I, I'm a Gremlins guy over ET personally. Yeah. But that's just
1: me. Well, that's not, no, I'm the same way. I like Gremlins too. But ET, you know, they have their own <laughs> unique, you know, it's a yeah. sensitive movie. Gremlins is just funny, you know. All right. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop or Untouchables?
0: Huh? Beverly Hills Cop. I love it. for you, baby.
1: All right. Now, we always go to this one because. There's always a debate on this one. This one's my brother started a while back, and it's always brought to the forefront: Goonies or Stand by Me.
0: Oh, gotta love Baby Ruth. Gotta go with the Goonies on that one.
1: Really? Huh? Got Goonies.
0: Gotta be Goonies. No, really. Kidding. I I think that was a, a classic movie.
1: All right, and the final question I have: This is something your favorite, your favorite Brady Bunch episode in the oh. in the grand canyon with the flashlights <laughs> or and again or, or the one when Pete, when greg uh, made up a fake ufo for oh, bobby this, and peter
2: with this sheet?
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i got to go with i got i got to go with the 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 uh, the beans and the hot dog and the flashlight that was <laughs> hilarious and then you see Cindy. Was that an Indian, Bobby? That was an Indian. <laughs> yeah. <no kidding. laughs> yeah, that was it. That was that was great. That, I, that, would have, that would have
1: been cancel culture on that one. Yeah. yeah. Is that an I Indian? it. It would have like extra. Yeah.
0: I actually really I thought about watching the whole series again just to binge I it. I do
1: all the time. You know what? Well, when they used to come on, like um, probably Christmas what? and Thanksgiving time, maybe. No, no. When it come up on like, one of these obscure stations, they would have one and. You'd see like, the whole thing, and I'm like, ooh, the Brave Bunch. i get into them all the time and just like, following them. Yeah, they have
0: no idea. That
1: was classic. No, they don't. And the funny thing, what the weird thing is, which is a little odd, is that that show was finished before we were even born, which I didn't even you know, I, years later when I'm watching in the 80s, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not thinking time wise right. when they came out. And I'm like, holy shit, they came out before I was even born. I mean, they actually, they finished their season before we their series yeah, that, before we were even born. That's crazy. I never you knew that. Did you ever watch, oh. the, you know what's the best one? I'm going to end with this because this is classic. I don't know if you guys have seen it. On, um, was it A&E? No, one what, what of the home and garden, I think it was. They went in there and someone bought. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: they, they, they,
1: yeah, they bought the old Brady house, right? That they filmed it at, but it wasn't set up. So they what they did is they set it up like it was in the in the show. And they renovated kid? the whole thing. Child, you would love it because you're, you're into that stuff, right? So they had no, they couldn't do the attic. <coughs> so they, because they didn't, It'd go too high, so they didn't. Yep. The, so didn't have one. But they did is they built it in the in the basement. But they made it look at with the window like they try to make it similar. It's the most unbelievable thing, and people could enter in to spend like I think a weekend there uh, a contest. But it was most unbelievable thing. They renovated the whole Brady house. That's awesome. So where it is located in California, you know, if you went in there, it wasn't set up the same way. It's just the outside what they used in the picture. And then they went right. in there and they renovated it to every room. The whole house is like the Brady bunch. That's a ride. That's, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I would yeah. love to spend a day in there. That'd be so cool.
2: I, I have, uh, I, Derek, I don't know if you want to do your famous last question. I, I have two <coughs> questions.
1: All right, I'll ask my one question. What's up? Uh, Charlie would, because Charlie loves music. Do any of you, do, do you have any grocery stores you go to that play uh, great music?
0: Grocery stores? <coughs> oh, God. Well, as crazy as it is, I went to Whole Foods for the first time up in Nashua. They were actually playing 80s music in Nashua and the Whole Foods. That was the only time I've ever heard. I, I, I don't usually focus in on the music, but that one that day, because it was all new for me and my wife. And that was that was actually a fun grocery show a grocery sh- shop at and the music was
1: good. Sorry, because this came up because Mike, you know, I think you know Mike Owens, he yeah. brought it up at one of his episodes. We was, my brother brought up music, and he's like, you know, the best place to hear music is Market Basket and Cebur. I said, what? So I went in there and my father agreed with it. And I went in there one day. I'm like, oh my God, it does play good music.
0: That's a riot. Yeah, no, that's the first time. I I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't focus too much when I'm in there, I'm usually In and Out. But um, that one time we went in there, um, we stayed in there for a while just to shop because we've never been in one before because it's so big.
2: I'll tell you, this show is going to get so many people people listening to this grocery store music more than anything in the history of. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Shopping. All right, so
1: uh, good, Brian. uh, Take us home with your questions. All right, man. So
2: Charlie, get two. The first one, the perfect dinner, like the perfect. Think of the perfect meal, or the perfect floor job. Which two? Which of the two would you rather have? Um.
0: Well, it's hard to say. Floor job, but. I mean, I like I said, I enjoy what I do, but I enjoy food more, I think. I think I enjoy food more. Yeah, I agree. Is, you know, there's no perfect floor job because I guess there's room for improvement every time, but um, it's kind of a tricky question. Um, I would say food, you know. I would not say food.
2: <laughs> it wasn't meant to be a curveball, but it ended up being one. All right, you got here's, here's an easier one for you. This, this is a softball. What's What's the most annoying thing someone does when they're playing poker with you?
0: Um God, let's see. It's been a while since I've been. Don't, played don't poker.
2: say who
1: it is. Just say what they do that annoys you. I don't play poker with them. We play forty five. So, oh, okay. I thought you were trying to lean towards was, me with that. Because I because I, I thought you were leaning. I mean, that towards hot dog
0: that. incident. Listen, that hot dog incident was the best at Cats. <laughs> hot dog. John. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I should. I would have to say. Oh God. Um, last poker tournament I played in. Um, I would say. Oh God. I mean that. That. I don't know. Maybe belching. The kids were out of control belching. That was probably the most annoying thing. I would say.
2: <laughs> I don't think that is- helped always expecting that answer. That's all right. Well, listen, Charlie. Uh listen, man. It's been awesome having you on the show. Yeah, baby. it was a blast. I appreciate it's, it. Like we said, so before we so a couple of things real quick, give the name of your company again. Name of your
0: flooring floor and company. Artisan floor covering in Groveland, mass.
2: And, and I know you you're slammed and busy, but uh website, phone number, how can people connect with you?
0: Um I mean I have a number, 978-373-1001. That's the number of my store. That's um cool. Other than that, I mean, I don't do Facebook. I, I don't do anything online.
2: I don't do Where is anything. your store located, Charlie?
0: I'm Groveland, Mass.
2: Groveland, Mass. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah.
1: Cool. You know what, Charlie? We, we didn't talk about, and I wanted to bring it up. But I don't know if you're still doing it. you still doing the granite cornhole boards?
0: Yes, we still do the granite cornhole boards. Let's um, help well, people our,
1: quick what you do with that.
0: Yeah, so basically, you know, I, wonder, I was thinking of something because I play a lot of cornhole, and I'm sick of bringing the boards in, so I decided to invent. A granite cornhole board that can stay outside for life. You never have to take it in ever again. It stays outside all the time. It's granite. It can handle the weather, snow. It can handle anything? Um, that I mean, it's good. I haven't stayed on top of it because we've just been. I've been so busy doing flooring, but um, it's just kind of something fun to do, keep myself busy. But um, that's actually.
1: So what, what's the name of that? Tell us the name of that. If people are interested, I believe in it's like called
0: that. Granite State Boards. I think it's called Granite State Boards. I think we have a, a site on Facebook. Yeah, you do have one on Facebook, yeah. Is yeah. there a phone
1: number to get in touch with someone on that,
0: just if they were looking? Um, that one is in my buddy Luke's. I think his number's on there, and I think my number's on there. My cell phone number's on there if people are ever interested in the Granite Cornhole Board. You know, you could pick a lot. There's a lot of different granites to choose from. Um, it'll, it takes about five days to get one. Um, we bring right to the house and whatever anybody wants. So, awesome.
2: Well, thank you, yep. everybody, for, for tuning in uh, for another episode of the Three Guys Podcast. Child, you, um, you were awesome having on, man. You're a, good, you're a good man. Keep working hard. And if we don't, yeah. we're going to get in trouble. What's it, tell us, just give us the quick 4 one on your family. You mentioned you have a family, wife, kids. Give us quick names.
0: Um, my wife, Nicole, of 22 years. My daughter, Madison, who is now going to be attending Fairfield College. nursing and then my son landon who is 16 is going to be a junior in high school
1: awesome Uh we actually dragged landon out the other night on a friday night
2: he didn't want to come
1: out he he didn't want to come out with us he wanted to play video games i was like landon you're gonna miss the best friday night (laughs) in your history of your life going out with two cool dudes like us to a a bob's place and then treating him to dairy queen how would you want to miss out on that man Crazy.
2: He's got my son. He just you know. My son plays poker with
1: Derek. Just so you know. Just want to let you know. He's no, blackjack. Thing. No poker. Blackjack. 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 Yeah. Derek. Well, no, I haven't got. You. I, haven't got you. I don't know how to play it really. I mean, I know the basics. I just have to learn Listen, it. If but... you know how to
0: play rummy, it's just like rummy. Yeah, I know. That's how I tell people because yeah. it's a run, three of a kind, four of a kind, just like rummy, gin rummy. No, thanks I appreciate again. It. Well, we no, thanks to...
1: again, it's Charlie. It I really appreciate it. Like
2: yeah, I mean, Thank you, our listeners. Thank you over two thousand. 000... Over 2,200 downloads, probably another 1,000 views on YouTube and all the all, everyone we have connecting with us on our socials. So please keep it up. And thank you uh, to Brett and all his hard work with all his editing work. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all soon.
0: Yes, Peace. you
1: guys. Take care. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. Later.
2: Thank you to the team at 78 Brutsky Productions for putting together another great show of the Three Guys Podcast. And also to our listeners, we appreciate your support.